0: Welcome to the Sport Exchange with me John Robbie. Hi guys, welcome to the Sport Exchange podcast where we meet sporting personalities and learn about their lives and their life stories. Today the Sport Exchange podcast meets a man who has played professional rugby for many years, 10 in fact. He played for different franchises, but he can look in his cupboard and see the beloved Springbok Blazer. He won a single cap versus Italy in 2010 as a late replacement. He is a test player. Bandice Marco, welcome and thanks for joining us. No, Thank you very much, John. Thanks
1: for having me. Certainly a privilege um, to sit across the table at this stage and thank you very much for inviting me as
0: well. Thank you very much indeed. One cap wonder, sometimes people talk about that but that's the most important one isn't it? Yeah I think for me as a uh, it's, it's almost like uh, I
1: feel like I was able to play in a very important generation in terms of South African rugby. Um, I think that team was a team that had won the World Cup and the quality of the hookers at the time was, was just exceptional in South Africa so I, I actually feel quite honoured to being able to represent my country, even if it was just for a
0: moment. Go through go through some of the players who were around. Yeah, John Schmidt, of course, I, I, I mean, was there. I mean,
1: John Schmidt, Bismarck, Adrian, Strauss, um, Tian Lidenberg, Scott Britt, Chile was there. And, and, all, and all of us were literally fighting to be able to represent our country. And I, I mean, I feel very really honoured to be able to share and, and compete against those players. Are you the shortest international
0: career in the world I mean I think you're one one minute is that right yeah one minute um, I remember I think I was talk, I think, talk no. us talk us through your career no your, your, your international career seriously it was, a, it was a home against Italy wasn't it it was home against Italy um, I think Chile was
1: starting the game um, and we had a, I, I, I thought personally that I'll, I'll probably get, get more time to be mm. able to play um, but I mean it, it happened how it happened and um, I'm, I am still feel blessed to be, be able to represent this box eh? So what did you feel like as you ran onto the field? I think it's, it's you, you're almost overwhelmed to realise that you, you've just, I mean, the national anthem for me was massive. To actually mm. realise that you you now sing a national anthem because now you are, you're about to represent the Springboks. But I mean, you sing
0: the national anthem at the beginning yes. of the game. Yes. 79th minute.
1: Yeah. You call, I, I, think, I mean, did you, did you know you were going to get on? At some stage, I, I was actually okay to not to not to come. I thought to myself, yes, I've 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 had a beautiful experience of seeing and seeing on the touchline and actually hmm. being part of a, a springbok test team. Um, if 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 it didn't happen for me that afternoon, that afternoon, I was willing to wait for another opportunity. Eh? So so, how does it actually happen? Does the message come from the coach? Does it, comes, the- it, comes, it comes from a coach. And I think for me, uh, I'd, I'd played under Peter De Villis, mm. um, under a junior, my junior rugby under SNI 21. So I knew he, he knew that I, I could do a job for him. I just had to be patient and wait for my opportunity to come on, eh?
0: So uh did you touch the ball in your career? Yes,
1: I did. I did. I had two lineouts and two scrubs. <laughs> and did you and, and, and did you win them all? No, we we won them all, yeah. Luckily Victor was there, so um I, I played him with the ball. So I I sort of knew what type of ball you would call in the lineouts and um, we had a good scrum, quite quite a precious scrum, five meters away from our try line and we were able to exit and you no know, pretty happy with my Did you
0: have a look in the cupboard at the cap and the blazer? <laughs> Be honest, I, yeah, I have,
1: I have and you know what sometimes when you sometimes you don't realize what impact you've, you've actually made. I mean, my friends make a made a big fuss about it, and for me it's, it was almost like um, as a professional player, you get to a point where you're ticking boxes mm. and you continue. It's only now when you, when you hear guys that they've played 20, um, 20 uh, 15 years or so and have never had opportunity to represent the springmoss that you realize you know what there was actually something special. I think when you when you're playing you you miss you miss special moments because it's just another day. You yeah, yeah. You, you, you you're aiming for something higher next week. It's only afterwards you realise but well, you know what? I I actually did something special a little bit in my career. Not
0: not bad for a youngster from uh, King Williamstown, hey? Not
1: bad, especially for Mount Kok mission.
0: <laughs> 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 I come I come from the rural areas there. my parents are still down
1: there, so they still stay down there. So i uh, um I'm a proper rural boy.
0: T- tell us about before we move on to Dale yes. which is obviously one of the bastions yes. of of South African rugby and maybe even more so now than ever we'll talk about that in a yes. moment. Tell us about rural rugby in the Eastern Cape. Yes, I think every every
1: Easter there's still a rugby tournament um They play, uh, they're there in cricket are the two main sports that people want to participate. We don't, we don't really have soccer in this game. It's rugby. Mm. So it's, it's rural areas. It's, they've got leagues. um, They play for rugby jerseys. They play for meat. They play for a little bit of cash. So uh, it's 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 within the
0: culture that rugby
1: is is a main sport down there.
0: And 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 the, the obvious question then is and now that you're a I mean a franchise coordinator yes. we'll talk about that later yes. as well. You know you're with the Bulls. Yes. You're in the system yes. so to speak. How is it that the Kings are not one of the best provincial sides in the world? What 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 what's
1: gone wrong? Yes. I think it's tough to quantify. I mean all the all the good schools are down there. Um mm i think for me personally you'd expect let's say the kings and uh, in, in western province to be to be the two unions that probably perform the best because they've got brilliant schools that play rugby mm. same as in, in, at the eastern cape brilliant schools that play rugby i think it's 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 a matter of of maybe a little bit of administration, um, having a plan, someone going down there and having a proper plan. But
0: how can we be saying this now? Yes. You know, yeah. so many years after the new South Africa has come in, unified rugby boards and, and and so on. I mean, it's like this great pool of talent that is out there yeah. that is either not being realized yeah. or is immediately poached. I think, I think also the business side of, of sport more in Gauteng.
1: So the Kings have always struggled, or border, have always struggled to be able to have good sponsorships for their teams, to be able to pay players. So that's also a bit of a challenge. As an Eastern Cape boy, I come from Eastern Cape, I came straight out there because the Bulls, let's say, had offered me a study bursary mm. and a little bit of pocket money. So for that, my parents were exceptional about that, that there's, there's an opportunity, you can play rugby and you can study and um, so that's, that's how I find myself um, here yeah, in this side of the world.
0: All right. T- tell us um, uh, uh, about Dale College then. How did you get into Dale from your rural background? Was that through rugby? No, not necessarily. I, th-
1: I think for me, we, we actually came at the right time. I think in my age group, and I see my age group, it was post-95. So mm. we, we were actually allowed to attend uh, Molo C schools. So it came at the right time. I think I I I, I feel my generation is probably a le- lucky generation within South Africa. We're able to enter schools at a very young age, and mm. then and then you continue and you move uh, to through the ranks of the school.
0: Tell us about Dale because I was down there last year for the Dale Selborne yeah. game, to to keep a long-standing promise yeah. to the headmaster. Yeah. They have an old boys. Uh, fundraising, breakfast, yeah, the yeah. morning of the day, and it's all built yeah. around the rugby. And I was knocked out. I mean, I've never seen anything like it anywhere. I mean, t- t- tell us about Dale and brilliant. tell us about the, the derbies. I think
1: just a quick one I mean, Apu is a Dalian and he's just won an award. Um, mm. So for me, it's. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it just shows. A world award. Yeah. A world award. It just shows. I think Dale is, is a community school, basically. I mean, I, for as long as I can remember, my dad has always spoken about Dale. I want you to go to Dell because it's got tradition. Um, rugby is a main sport. It, it shows good discipline. It's a good boys' school. Um, it's it's almost like a pipeline for rugby players to get through. And and for, as a school, they, they, they were they were able to. I mean, when Dell plays in King Limstown, the whole town is quiet. Yeah, there's no, They,
0: <laughs> they <laughs> weren't very quiet when I was there. I can <laughs> the tell you, town, the
1: town is quiet. I mean, everybody yeah. is at the, the game. Yeah, all the parents are at the game and to be able to... It was such a big thing to represent your school, whether it's the first team or second. And I was lucky enough to be to be the captain of, of, of the first team as well. And you, uh, from Monday, you know, we're playing Southbourne. Everybody is telling you, good luck, my son. Do a good job for us there. Make <laughs> us proud. So you, you almost like have a press conference <laughs> before the game even starts. So it was... I, I, I've i got fond memories of
0: them. And I the, mean, the relationships you build, it's amazing. Yeah, Hooker. Why hooker? I mean... I've never been in a scrum in my life. I've fed thousands of them. And I can imagine uh, a little kid goes into the scrum. Yes. I mean, rugby is a frightening game when you start off anyway. Yeah. And now you're the one person whose arms are pinned. I mean, when you look at it, it's actually insanity. So when I got to the Bulls, I I
1: actually came as a a lucid prop. Um, Ah. Yes. So my 19 year, I I was a specialist lucid prop. Yeah. And then... I think Chile, it was, Chile was, 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 the, was the only hooker that they'd that, that officially signed. So the agreement was, Bernice, um we've signed four props. We've got one hooker. We see that you've got the ball skills to be able to um, to play hooker. So what we'll do is we'll have one or two sessions you that you throw so that if Chile would injure himself, you, you would be able to, even yeah, if you did, yeah. you did a job for us for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, we would be happy with it. That. And that's how I got into it.
0: <laughs> and, and, and were you happy about that?
1: Because presumably you, think, dreamt, you dreamt of success as a prop. For sure. But I, I think, to be honest to you, it almost it almost fast-tracked my career a little bit. Because um, at the time, there, were, there weren't very many hookers coming through the system, especially at the Bulls And um, and obviously, the, with, with the chances of Chile also got a little bit injured early on in his career. Mm. So then I was able to establish myself as a hooker at Junior Teams, Vodacom Cup, Super Rugby, and then... So it... it, it it bounced in my court and I was able to hit that shot.
0: And I suppose as a professional, really, you, you do as you're told, don't you? I were, think so, were you yeah. given a
1: choice? Yeah, I, I was given a choice, but I, I also realised my frame, I'm I'm not, I'm not someone who's got broad shoulders, yeah. who's going to be able to play and compete against Dion Gheiling, when who, who, it doesn't make sense. So I knew yeah. as a lucid prop, I'm probably limited at a certain
0: age to play senior rugby, so it worked for me. And, and the culture shock of moving from the Eastern Cape to Pretoria, tell us about that. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: and
0: yeah, I mean... The, the, and we're talking, I mean, a decade yes, ago. Yeah, so decade it was, ago. things have changed <laughs> a lot since then. A decade
1: ago. A decade ago. And you know what, for me, the, the best thing is, was uh, for people, you need to learn to be uncomfortable sometimes to be, uh, to be successful. Mm. So I, I knew... When I Out the, of your comfort zone. Out of yeah. your comfort, totally out of our comfort zone. Um, at the time, Afrikaans was still the, uh, the main spoken language in the passages, in team meetings. But but we were, I was able to make it work, so for some reason, eh? Did you ever feel any racism? I don't think racism, but I think the big things for me, we as a Tosa guy, we uh, we, uh, we have a very strong culture, mm. very strong personalities. and so I mean, I was with John He this weekend, me and him bumped heads. Here's an Afrikaans boy, Wolfsian school, here's a Dell boy, English boy, Wolfsian. Now, how do we make it work? So we had those quarrels, but now me and him are the best of friends. Fantastic. Because, because he understood me as a closer guy. You need to give him a little space. I'll give him a little, a little space and common ground. Let's find English. I'll learn Afrikaans. Let's find each other.
0: Did you learn Afrikaans? Or you'd have spoken Afrikaans yes. to, to I, a degree, I, obviously. Yes, yeah. I, I understand yeah. it fully. Yeah. fully. I
1: still understand English, but I can hear what you exactly what you say.
0: <laughs> t- t- take us back to the kid in Dale. Now, you're obviously yes. rugby mad. You've grown up in rugby. You get this offer, offer to go to the Bulls. Yes. What was your mindset about your life at that stage? Did you say it's rugby everything? Did you have a backup? Were you thinking yeah. of studying? Yeah. Was there a possible career? Yeah. I mean, it's easy with an old head now yes. to look yes. back, but take t- yes. take us back to that youngster. I think for, with wide eyes. I think for me personally, um,
1: so my, my, I, I've got two older sisters who are one five years older than me, other mm. one's four years older than me. For some reason, I could sense that my parents were a little bit under pressure financially. Mm. Both of them are adversity. So I remember having a discussion with my mom. Um I played Craven week the year before mm. and I could I could sense but there was something that people could see that I could play rugby after post uh post school. So I remember having yeah. a discussion and saying listen mom, um let's try to do this. There's an opportunity for me to go study in Pretoria. Um they'll give me a bursary, they'll give me a bit of pocket money. But you want me to study. So I'll study and I'll, I was able to do a BTech in um in sports management Fantastic. Which, which I finished. So the
0: deal was—that's that's rare. I yeah. mean, do you know how many yeah. professional rugby players yeah. complete yeah. their degrees? So well, well done yeah. on that one. So, so that, was that the sort of the, the agreement you had yes, with your parents? I had the agreement.
1: Mom, I'll study. I'll play this thing for yeah. as long as I can. But the main thing she wanted me to study. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember two thousand and what? Two thousand nine. You're making your debut for what was it two thousand eight? For super IB, she's asking me, have you filled in your assignments? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm playing, I, I'm playing against the Chiefs next weekend
0: and you're asking me if your sports management business plan, did you, How, did how you, tough was it? How, and, and Did you ever, did you ever come close to quitting the studies? I came close. Yeah, I, I'm no, sure. I, I was
1: tested. I was tested. Yeah.
0: I, I think also, you,
1: you, you just have to, I learned to develop a routine quite quickly. Mm. Um, one or two ladies in class, best students always ladies are always the best student. They do the best notes. <laughs> yes, 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 Neatest, yeah. yeah. Neatest. So it might mean once or one one or two small match fees, buys a few drinks on Saturday. But yeah, you you find a formula and you make it work, eh? And I've I've always enjoyed the the pressures of being able to to study and play because I mm. felt like I can close a couple of doors in terms of when I'm at class, I'm a student. When I'm on the field, I'm, a, I'm an athlete and I've always liked that balance. Tell
0: us about Super Rugby because yeah. I think you made your, your debut against the Chiefs, the didn't Chiefs. you? R- Rotorua, was Rotorua. it? Yeah, that's right. Rotorua. I mean, one minute you're playing country rugby. Yes. Next minute you're playing for Dale and yes. suddenly you're in the Bulls. Next minute you're playing Super Rugby. Give us an idea to those who've never been there, the difference in level it is when you play Super Rugby to, to anything else other than tests. Obviously, I think that obviously the intensity is massive. What does that mean? What does intensity mean? Speed, speed, yeah. speed. Being able
1: the big thing as about super rugby is you, you you have to be where you're supposed to be. That's mm. as simple as that. How you get there doesn't matter. Obviously, it needs an engine. If you're not there, Karen Reed is gonna pick up and go and go score. Yeah. So it's it's that concentration level. It's amazing the concentration level you have. You have to have and and, and, and the awareness of the detail. That's only That's that's only difference is players knowing their detail being fit and knowing what they have to execute.
0: So, so when, when players and commentators speak about accuracy, yes. that means you know the details yes. and you're in the right place at, at the right, right time, time doing the right thing. thing. And is obviously that right? with, with fatigue, you get
1: slower. Your decision-making gets a bit slower. So that's why fitness is such an important thing in rugby.
0: And, and I'm fascinated because unlike soccer, for example, yes. where every, everybody can be super fit because they've all got to be fast and move. Hockey yeah. would be exactly the same. Yes. How do you draw the line between bulk and size and strength to be able to scrimmage? Yes. Like a hooker? Yeah. And what you've talked about in terms of being able to be accurate and, and have that fitness? Is that, is that a scientific thing or is that just something you, you, you learn instinctively? I think,
1: I mean, from rugby changes every, every two or three years, it changes. Yep. So let's say initially, a, a hooker, the perfect hooker in the world was, was John Schmidt big guy, big bulky was, was the game was a little bit slower mm. then. And then it goes on to now. And then it was a Scout Briggs type of hooker, fin, quick feet,
0: very Side steps, yeah, Side steps. Yeah, yeah, Now,
1: now I mean a guy like Malcolm Marks, we've gone back to almost like a Bismarck big guy. So it, it, it almost, it almost shifts. And you, as a person, you have to know what's my perfect weight and what type of hooker will I be? You almost have to find a balance. What am I a nippy guy? Am I a big bulk bulk carrier? Yeah,
0: you have to almost, it, it, and it takes time. And in a squad, I mean, obviously your teammates together, but yes. you're also fighting for positions. Yes. The balance of of togetherness and brotherhood, yes, and also competition. <laughs> tell, t- tell us about that, because I mean, who who are you up against when you were there with the Bulls? It was myself, Gary
1: Porter, there's a good player, yeah, yeah. Keterikin, okay, Chilli, and myself. And you know what? They always say that the most competitive people within a sporting team is hookers and scrum <laughs> <laughs> It's very rare you find those two com, um, opponents having a beat after a game with each other. It's just the personality.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just a personality thing. Yeah.
0: T- tell us about the drug scandal with Bjorn Basson and Chili Boy. I mean, in, in Ireland, because you then got called in, yes. didn't you, for the rest of that tour? Yes. I remember everybody was devastated by yes. it and then suddenly they were not guilty and suddenly yeah. they were there what, what what was it like from your perspective and what actually happened there can you tell us i think um i mean obviously
1: it was, it was it doctors would probably be able to be able to answer yeah without the question. technicalities yes, yes, so you know yeah um, I'm just trying to understand the question. Now. What was
0: it? The, the, the question is what what actually happened. There was a some supplement that was given supposedly. Yes. yes. That had been passed by our medical people or yes. by somebody. It, it was, I
1: think there was a story about a batch, uh, a, contain, a container yeah. of a batch. I, I didn't quite actually get the story. I mean, our doctors really handled yeah. that. Yeah. So I, I wasn't. But we we from then on there was a change in sport that that internal doctors must test the product you you can't you can't literally depend on on company x to 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 actually know that this batch is clear is a clear
0: batch so you're the you're, the, the spring box are responsible yes, yes, for what yes, goes yes, into yes, their mouths yes as, yeah. as, as, and also the medical team
1: yeah. it, it became a medical because it's, it's easy to, to to trust company x when he says there's no banned substances so now it the whole sporting environment changed okay a doctor must test the batch and it, it, within the contract now between whatever party and, and, the, and the team, they might, there's a line that says that they still take responsibility of that.
0: Do people take? Do people cheat now? I'm not
1: quite sure. I think I, I think with, with the juniors and school level, mm. definitely, because obviously they're every, trying to get a contract. Trying yeah. to get a contract. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get a contract. I mean, at school level, I, I think it's still a massive thing because um, also I, I think with the drug agencies, they're still quite under resourced to be able to go to go test schools. So they'll still focus on more professional players.
0: Yeah. Tell us about moving province, because you moved around a little yes. bit, didn't you? Kings yes. and, lions, and Lions and then back to, to Bulls and, and yes. so on. Tell, tell us about the process. What What makes you you change? How, how does it actually work? And bear in mind, we don't know the yes. insides now and, and yeah. listeners don't. So you're sitting there, you're happy with the Bulls, maybe not getting quite as enough, yes. enough game yes. time. What's, what's the process? So for, for me personally, I mean...
1: Having won a, a super a super rugby with, with the Bulls, but I was on the bench. Mm. I was actually looking for an opportunity where I, I can actually start more games. And at, at the time, it was a process where the Lions were also looking for a hooker that's played at that level mm. who can
0: just come in and slip in. This was before the sort of Lions revolution, yes, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, they yes, were, they, yes. were the time, though, the they were weak at the time though. They were weak at the
1: time, but John but John Mitch um, was actually there, and he had he, he almost sat down with me and said, "Listen, I've got a plan for you." And I, I, I was sold to the dream of, of being able to play for Lions. Yeah. As well as, there was also an external party. I think it was uh, Mr. Gumede, mm. who, who was also looking more on the business side. But listen, if you come to the Lions, I'll put this in place for That's you. That's right. You, you can, That's you can right. play for us on your off weekend. You can come You can come work for me. And for me, that that switch on the light bulb. Here's he a business guy in South Africa. Who so said so hold on, me, he
0: said you can come and work for... There was yes. a job yes. involved as yes. well. Yes. Did anything come of that?
1: It didn't come of that because... We didn't actually get to experience it because it was a contractor between the owners that yeah. he wants. Death. It so all went horribly wrong. It went horribly wrong. So yeah. that for me was actually the pin that dropped. Say, There's someone who says, Panisse, come to Alliance. You can play rugby. I'm a business guy. I'm willing to put you under my arm. I've got five or six companies that you can slot in and we will make sure post-rugby that you can.
0: And then when the, the rugby side fell flat with him, yes. he never delivered on his promises to, to give you a job. I'm still
1: I'm still quite in contact with the son, but it, it it didn't quite it didn't quite it didn't quite uh, it hasn't materialized yet. So so where did that leave you then with the Lions? Disappointed? Yeah, I, I was a little bit disappointed because I mean I, I wanted to I really wanted to establish myself as a player there. I, I knew uh, John Mitch had had a plan. It was something that mm, we were willing mm, to build on. Mm. We were we were a very young side. I mean, J.C. van Rensburg, Pat Silias, um, Michael Rhodes, all, those, all, all of us, we're, were almost players that have come through a strong junior systems, but we're looking now to establish and build something forward with it. Altin Yankees, I mean, all those guys, all the guys, Warren Whiteley, all the guys who are doing well now, yeah. and, and the guys who were there when the, when, when the
0: times were tough and we were trying to build something. Talk about, again, I mean, now you're, you're maturing as a, as yes. a player, you're, you're moving up the ranks, you're getting a little bit older, etc. Yes. In terms of long-term future, did that cross your mind or were you just busy living the dream? It crossed my mind eh? consistently because uh, it, it, it
1: always crosses your mind. Because especially, especially for, I always say, especially for a guy from the Eastern Cape where you know that my parents don't necessarily have a business, they don't have a farm. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to have to find a way, an exit strategy outside of this rugby thing. It always crossed my mind. So cross your mind or doing something about it? So I, I I still I still can try to study. I'm, I'm I'm still studying now at Vets. I'm doing a BA there. Oh right. So yeah. I, I was always trying to upskill myself, and and obviously the the opportunity to meet influential people and in what which sports presents you a network and find out what. And find out what people do and how and how people can assist. But you you're
0: speaking that. my language now yeah. and the sport exchange, that's yes. what we yes. say. It's Brilliant. all about networks. You're dealing with sponsors, business people, all of whom love love rugby. You must have been quite unusual in that regard. Because a lot of young players are too busy living the dream yes. and they can't think of yes. the future. Yes. I mean, would you agree with that?
1: Definitely. And also you almost you almost have to change your, your mentality when you're dealing because they want they're so excited to speak to you. For me, it was it was almost a, a thing where, let me find out what you do. Then, was people people? there's a saying that people always remember how you made them feel. Mm. They, can always, they might not remember what you said, but how you made them feel. So I always had an interest in what people do. And that's how you actually grow yourself as a person. Now you can call me on a Saturday and you, you'll discuss how the test match was. But there, you, you're building relationships.
0: Why did you never go overseas? <laughs> <laughs> you, I don't know. I just... I mean, it's, it seems to me that, that unless you're, you know, you're looking at a World Cup, obviously yes. a place yes. in a World Cup, whatever, 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 you stay, you stay, you stay, you stay. After the World Cup, you look and say, now, you know, it's a question of, of euros versus yes. rands or yes. yen versus right. rands. And in a way, it's almost, um, what's the word? Silly not to make a, yes. a, have an adventure yes. and make a, a nest egg, etc. You must have received offers.
1: I did, I did. But I don't know. I, I just I, I just always had this feeling out of sight, out of mind. I, I don't know. I, And and the offers, uh, for me, the offers weren't, weren't good enough for me to think that I must pick my bags and go.
0: Where where were they? France? France. Hmm. Yeah, France. Any of the big clubs? Or, or, I mean, tell us more about these offers. Were they concrete offers or were they just sort of rumors through? Yeah, I, mean, I think, I,
1: um, was it Toulouse? I, uh, there was an offer Toulouse. Wow. There was an offer from Bayonne at the time um what what a small club or I Got can't to remember. lose it doesn't get bigger than that does it that. yeah but but, yeah. The, but then for me i don't know i i I really can't answer i just i've always had this thing where and you go overseas you come back to south africa yes you might come back with, with, with some good money in your pocket but then where too from there who's going to help you structure this thing mm. i just feel like you, you you almost become a walking atm everybody wants to drop something off you i don't know
0: looking back do you regret it I mean I spoke to Gary Buter about his years yeah. in France. He's fluent in French. Yeah. He's got mates over there. He says it was the greatest time, you know, of of his life. And now and now he's back here obviously. Do you regret maybe not not I don't going that route? I don't, I don't know. I just I just
1: <laughs> I don't have that feeling that says, I think for me now, I'll enjoy traveling as a yeah. normal as a normal person. I think I'm I'm more looking forward to that than than playing there. I yeah. don't know. I just I just never had that burning desire to be able to play that side
0: did you ever get to a stage I mean you 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 got your cap yes we talked about that which is which is amazing you were there you are a a springbok did you ever get to a stage where rugby was going to the office I'm now going to the office I've got my springbok cap I'm probably not going to get any further so now this is the office it's not it's not a dream you you do get to that point is it when, when did that
1: come when did that kick in I think for me, the, the, uh, there, was, there was a time I remember Akona a, a actually big, my actually big. There was a time, I think, when I was 28, 27. Yeah. I thought to myself, Akona, the, the, there must be something bigger in life than than what I'm doing now. Yeah, running <laughs> and, around the field, pushing running, weights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pushing yeah. weights. And and the frustration that that, that comes with it, was, I, I just felt the, the emotional side of it is massive. Yeah. When you go to a stadium, you, you feel like you, you're going to run over people. When you come in from the stadium, you feel like your worst person. So it's a, it was for me an emotional roller coaster. More,
0: more, more, more on that. You, when
1: it, you after the game, after so to speak, game,
0: you feel like the worst
1: person. The what worst do you mean? person. I mean, the, especially now the expectation you haven't met the expectation, and you, and people still expect you to be normal when so much emotions that happened throughout the day. Mm. It, was, it was just the emotional roller coaster was got to me. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest to you about
0: that. And and do franchises have any facilities is there somebody you can speak to can you go and discuss the psychological uh, side because I mean, you're we, you're under so much pressure yes, yeah. yes.
1: i mean we, we're lucky the bulls we've got a full-time sports psychologist um but also again there's there's always a taboo especially i think it, it's probably a male thing there's always a taboo uh, among against psychologists yeah that in how, sport in sport i think and i'm, and I'm a right I, in
0: saying in black culture there's definitely. a there's a but, but, also, yeah. but
1: also john amongst us men we we never want to be vulnerable and actually share a story. But you know what? I'm actually I'm actually struggling. I don't know how to. Handle I'm this. scared. I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the ego in us, the testosterone within us is, and that, that's actually our our biggest, our, our one of our biggest downfalls, not to be able to get to an emotional point of sharing how you feel.
0: So how serious was it? How bad was it?
1: I mean I could handle it, but mm. but it, I got tired of it. <laughs> At the end I was like, no ways. After after end of the season, I was naked. Yeah. Emotionally. I mean when when we won the, the game uh, the curry cup with the Lions, I remember someone asking me, What do you guys do on Sunday? I said, my bro, we've got this trophy. I just wanna lie down and
0: sleep. <laughs> <laughs> What do rugby players do in the off season? I mean, the off season's short enough, yes. and especially on short term contracts in Japan and yes. France and England, and so on. But but what do you do in the off season? I think you know what for me it's. The, the, is it the, up to you or are there programs? No,
1: there's, no, there's obviously programs. There's yeah. obviously programs to keep a, a level of fitness. To keep yeah. a level of fitness. Obviously, rugby post competition, you, you almost have two weeks where mm. you 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 just relax. Obviously, you, the only thing you have to worry about is your diet, mm. and maybe the last three days of your. Of your break, they'll say run at 3K just to make sure the heart yeah. beats. But by the time you come back, the, the condition has got a four or five week program from week one, what, what needs to happen, how you got to progress until super rugby starts. Do you
0: look forward to a new season? Or do you say, oh my God, I'm going back to work after the holidays? I, th-
1: I think I think for me, um, now that started, I sit here, I would have probably wanted um, to, to change my mentality around off season. And to actually approach the conditioner in the sense that this guy wants to make me better. Yeah. So my whole approach would be different if I was now still a player. Back then you thought, yes, I have to run. I have to jump. Beep tests. They still do those. Yeah. So you you always had this negative, negative uh, perception about off season. Whereas everyone, everyone in the professional setup is trying to make sure that by the time 26th of February, super rugby start in top Nick and you, if you can work together, you'll get yourself there.
0: How tough is the preseason?
1: It's tough. Yeah. It's tough.
0: Give but us I, an idea. I, I, give, give us a day. Give us a normal day. I mean,
1: it could be a session in the morning. You're doing speed tests, um, gym. Then you're doing um, technical skills, which is passing. The afternoon, you have you have a field session. And then later in the afternoon, you've you got a proper fitness conditioning for 20 minutes. Type of scenario and,
0: and and every time I mean the the specialist coach gets you yes. he wants you 100 percent committed to that and o- obviously now it's
1: become more scientific so they'll know what your max heart rate is it's 189 so they'll keep you give you a zone you have, you have to train at one, between 149 and 159 at heart rate so each player has got his own zone where he has to train to, to improve his fitness
0: and and do you get some players who enjoy it and some players who don't no, or is it
1: just I was, listen, I was I was one of those who was a
0: moaner.
1: <laughs> really? No, listen. Me and me and were actually laughing. I was like, yeah, me and him
0: we could moan. We could tell a conditioner how good he is but in a different language. <laughs> you've done differently looking back now and don't get me wrong you had an incredible career I mean it really is incredible yeah given where you came from where you achieved you've got that cap etc I mean do you think you made as much of what you earned I don't mean money wise but the the opportunities that you had looking back now what would you do differently I think
1: for me I would would probably enjoy the victories a lot more Mm. and understand that this is actually special because you, you, you gave me such a mentality that next week I'm playing the Crusaders, I have to win again. But listen, you've just beaten the Brumbies in the semi final. So I would, have, I would have probably enjoyed my, my victories, I would have enjoyed the tours, and understand this this could be a one, a one in a lifetime opportunity mm. to travel the world and see different places without, being, without sitting in your, in your room. So, so you have smelled the roses more? Yeah, I would have smelled the roses more. I would have definitely smelled the roses more.
0: Tell us, tell us about um, retirement. Yes. What caused it? I mean, know oh, you had some injuries. Yes. But you did. You did all right with injuries, no, I didn't all right you? Injuries. Over, over the years, yes. compared to some of the people we've we've spoken to, what led to the decision? And 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 then what have you done since then? I think for me, did you I, prepare for it? Was it an, a, a quick decision, or had you been building up to it?
1: I think for, from the I think from, from the age of 28, 29, I started thinking. Okay, listen, what, what's going to be my next plan? Here hmm. um, was was playing another Super Rugby season going to make me happy. What did I want to achieve? Because you're um, earning good money, though. Yes, I mean, you're any, good, you know, he, yeah, you are earning yeah. good money. Um, w- w- was I w- was I in, book in was I in book contentions? Was I and mm. also sometimes because you were
0: always sort of there yeah, or thereabouts, yes, but yes. never settled. where you? You're always the man or, who got called in. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you,
1: I mean, those are difficult conversations you have about yourself. What What else do I want to achieve? So then I started thinking, okay. I, I'm, and I'm, who did you talk to about it, or was this
0: all internal? Did you have a, was, a mentor or I was, a confidant?
1: Yes. I, I was actually lucky to have a guy like um, like John Mameza. Mm, of played, course, who yeah. Played the Bulls for a very long time. Prison and,
0: officer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Le- Bulls. I mean, a genuine legend. Genuine legend. Yeah.
1: And a, and a guy like um, Tim Dulani who who retired because of a neck injury. Yeah. So I, I had those two guys where I, I spent a lot of time trying to understand what what does this mean post rugby. So I, I was lucky enough to be able to have two people who who actually held my hand and said, listen. It's not as easy as it is. Mm. Enjoy the moment. Save as much as you can. Educate yourself. Try, try meet different people who can open doors for you.
0: So, when it came to the end, what was the reason you 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 obviously now decided the Bach career was yes. not going to go yes. further, etc. You're thinking ahead. What I was think, think what 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 process then did you follow? What were the steps? So the, for me.
1: I I had an option of moving away from let's say from from Joburg to mm. let's say go play another maybe two seasons at at the Kings or six months deal with um with, with the Stormers for Super mm, I B mm. or or uh, or the Sharks. Then I thought to myself okay at this moment um there, there's no guarantee there. So I'll be, I could be there for six months, but in six months time I'm gonna find myself in exactly the same position. Mm. If I move to the Eastern Cape, um, what? what other opportunities are there for me post-rugby?
0: Yeah. So, that, so then, the decision, A depressed area. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. So then for me, the decision was, you know what? You're in Joburg? There's lots of opportunities in Joburg. And at the time, I started to speak um, to our CEO, current CEO, Brian van Hran, mm. um in terms of um, what, what, what else could I do post-rugby. And I, for me, I remember the one time we were in um, Sydney. I was sitting next to him and I asked him a, a, a question. Mb, what, what do you do? What's your job? and he said to me but he said it's to make sure your salary is, your salary gets paid every month
0: yeah. which
1: which was which for me actually opened up a different way of thinking then i was more interested is in how how do you make sure that um my salary gets paid every month then he's obviously then he spoke about the suites he spoke about marketing, marketing sponsors, sponsors filling stadiums filling yeah, stadium. yeah. That, that for me Almost lit the light bulbs, but that's thats the space I want to be in.
0: And so, did you say to him, "I'm interested" or what? How, how did you go from there to you being a franchise coordinator with the Bulls? I
1: said to him, "I'm interested." Yeah, I just said to him, "I said, 'Don't be.' I think I've got six months to go. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking to have an exit strategy. If there's an opportunity for me here, yeah, the Bulls, I, I would like to. I think I can add a little bit of value. I'll continue to study." All, I, all I'm looking for is an opportunity to learn the business of sport
0: and so what happened then I think I think
1: him, convincing obviously the board and, and, and the people within the environment they were quite happy about what my personality mm. that affected it. I've studied uh, BTech sports management and I was looking for some I was looking for opportunities to say that your, yes. your,
0: your CV actually is ideal yes even though you, you, you you've told us how a time sort of nebulous your thinking was yes in fact it almost has followed a, a path to what you're yes. what you're doing yes I mean yes. so was, was that luck do you think or was it fate?
1: I think luck and fate. Eh? Yeah, bit I of both. Like, bit a bit of both. Bit of both. Yeah. But also you I was when you're right player, you get to attend a lot of events. So you get to meet people. I I, I almost knew it's either I'm gonna join a sports agency, um like, let's say a sale or mm. mega pro. I I still wanna be involved somehow mm. with the business side of sport. Not necessarily the the coaching side, but yeah. I just felt that's not normal. You you're back on that boat, you're traveling up and down. Yeah. You on an emotional Roller coaster every weekend, and yeah, I'm, it's not for, everybody. Not and for a, everybody. A lot of unhappy coaches <laughs> yeah. out there and so for, on. Yeah, and, and for some people, it could be uh, addicted to yeah. that. They're addicted to that feeling. I was like, you know what, my my endorphins have had enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so what is a,
1: a franchise coordinator? What do you do? So basically, we we've got we've got a, a partnership with border and Poland. Mm. I mean, for us, the, those are the two unions that produce the, back, the best black athletes as well with, mm. within South Africa. So the the, the the big thing was how do we help them improve their systems. So last year, we, 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 we helped sponsor uh, a Border Schools Day. Um, we share resources with them. Some of their coaches come up and spend a couple of weeks with us. Their conditions come up. So it, it's almost like a, a platform where we are allowed to exchange information between the u- two unions mm. and we better each
0: other. And, and is that seen, and I, I want to be absolutely honest now, yes. because for a long time, this was seen as fulfilling quotas. You have yes. to have so many faces in a team. Therefore, yes. we'll try and get the best. Is it seen like that, or is it seen as tapping into an incredible potential and resource that has been underutilized?
1: We've seen it that way tapping into a resource that has been underutilized for us. I mean, because it wasn't always like that, was it? It It wasn't always like that. Yeah, it wasn't. I think, again, my generation, we didn't actually experience where you feel like I'm actually feeling a numbers game. I can imagine the generations of um, previous generations that they probably felt I'm just feeling the numbers. I mean, we, I felt. I, I came into the rugby environment at the right time. We, mm. We've just hosted the '95 World Cup. Everybody. Did, ever
0: did you ever feel like a quota player? No, no, Because no, a lot of people no, would say, no. you know, you were always there or thereabouts. No. You got one minute of a of a career. Yeah. yeah. You 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 you're sure you never you never felt that no, at all. I never felt that at all. I was I I always felt that I
1: could always do a good job for my team. Mm.
0: Do you think there should be quotas now? I don't think I, know, so. I know they talk about that there's an unofficial no one's quite sure of yeah, the situation yeah, yeah. but we know for example if if teams started to go out lily white again there would be political Otherwise, I think yes, there'd be outrage yes, from an awful lot yes. of an awful lot of people where where are we with that now do you think it's time to say simply we pick on merit and everyone is trusted to do so i think
1: i think we we we're in a very interesting stage because at the end of the day every coach every coach will pick the player that that um that they share the same dream. So basically I'm saying we need, we need to find more African cultures to mm. go to the highest mm. level or at, at this stage, if it's a 50, 50, you'll always go towards more inclined to the person you can relate to. Mm. That's mm. what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. Inter- interesting. So, one. so, so, I, and that's just human nature. Yeah. At the end of the day. That's but a true. lot of
0: people would say, oh, there's racism. Yes. You know, you mentioned yes. your, your, your mates you stick with, your, they all happen to be yes. black South Africans, etc. Where do you draw the line between freedom of choice and and people just, you know, language issue, yes. for example, hanging around with people who speak the same language yes. and it's, separation. It's,
1: it's the same. If you, if you go into a conference room you'll go to the people where you get relate to.
0: Yeah. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. I've often no, thought no of no it. No, yeah. I tell
1: you where, where to stand. You'll check. Okay, okay, okay. I'm comfortable there.
0: Yeah. is the same. Yeah. I suppose leadership and goodwill are the, yes. are the key things yes. that, that, so that for me
1: through. As long as we are aware of that, and if it's a 50-50 we, we 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 must trust ourselves to make the right choice for the team.
0: Mm. I think so. Where are you going? I mean, you're now the the franchising coordinator. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? A CEO of the Bulls?
1: <laughs> I think so. I think for me I I don't I don't have a target to say I want to be the CEO of whatever. I think yeah. if I can add value in within the sport that did so much for me, I think that I, I'll be happy with that. I think I, I'm i, I would, I'm definitely look I look to continue studying as much as I can. Um, I'm in a phase where I'm learning probably one of the best unions in the in the country mm-hmm. or if not in the world. Um, I've got good people on top of me who who also want me to be to be success, to be successful. John
0: Mitchell going was that a blow? I think it was a blow. It was a massive yeah, blow for us. Yeah.
1: It was a massive blow. I mean, I know a lot of people no, don't know what he's blow. talking about, but no, I love John. Mitchell. It was a yeah. massive blow. It was a massive, massive blow. And for me, I I actually had a special relationship with him, John. Yeah. We could always, we could always be honest to each other. We always, we, I think, yeah, no, it was a massive blow. And the players, obviously, the players were, were just starting to get, to get to, to groups, get it, yeah. to get it, yeah. how, how he wants to play, and unfortunately, he he had a. Uh, an opportunity that he felt that um, would would get him to. to and how big a blow is it
0: going to be next season for the for the Bulls? Do you think? How are you going to fill the gap? It's a tough. It's going to be a tough for us. But but I but I think. Uh, when is the decision? The decision is not made. Who's going to be the it coach? Been, is it? it? Hasn't been made yet. I yeah. mean, do you?
1: I'm not going to ask you, no. but do you know who it's going to be? Not yet. I'll be 100 percent honest. No, not yet.
0: I think. Would, would you be brought into that decision?
1: Ex <laughs> spring, ex springbok,
0: <laughs> recently retired. I think, I think, I think it it
1: it 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 won't be officially. I no, think, sure, but it will be in a conversation. You'll be sounded out. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it will always be in the, within the conversation. What do you think of this? Um, yeah. I'm, Ta- I'm, I'm, I actually I actually feel I'm I'm actually in a very very a very good spot to be able to understand what what what's happening. I'm um, cheese construction. Tell yes. us about that. So a friend of mine. Um, so, so an opportunity where he he himself was working within that space, mm. but then he stopped working in that space so that we could actually enter that market. So it was basically for us uh, a platform where we work with insurance companies, um, renovate uh, small renovations, burst keysers.
0: Every every you fix things, we fix things. Yeah, and it's going well. It's going well fantastic no, stuff anymore. and and, uh, and that's m c h i z a people want to Yes. Info,
1: want to. Info. all
0: right lovely so again i mean i mean yeah. the 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 how can i say even though we've discussed the difficulties yes. of looking at careers and other income streams you you've managed to put a fair bit together then was that yes. was that as much luck as as like, as planning uh, do you uh, think luck sometimes i just feel planning
1: as well but was uh, when you play you you never you never know what exactly you want to do. Yeah. Post rugby. So, but you also
0: should know that a broken leg can happen tomorrow to yes, finish your career. Yes, eh? yes. but God but, forbid. For sure. But when you when are in that space you, you don't quite understand. You always
1: think this this boat where I'm on will continue to move yeah. at the same speed.
0: What advice would you give to young or do you give to youngsters? Because you're obviously in a in an important franchise and dealing with yes. other franchises. Understanding that to tell a nineteen-year-old kid who's just started living his dream, he must yes. look at the life after yeah. rugby and yeah. pensions and things like that yeah. is obviously difficult. What advice would you give him? I think I think, I think whoever's looking
1: to, to approach youngsters, I think the best model is still going to be their parents. If you can, if you can, if you can present to parents what what can happen. Every every parent wants wants what's best mm. for their children, and also I mean some some homes we can't, in South Africa we have broken homes. Sure. So, so some bro- some parents have never ever seen a contract. So we've still got massive challenges in in, mm. in terms of socially how 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 we
0: can get players to understand the planning of finan- finances. Surely to talk to old players yes. should be absolutely compulsory because you get a... I mean, let us I'll pick a name, Victor yeah. Matz, yes. Matfield, a young Locke who comes to the yes. Bulls. Yes. And you sit him down with Victor Matfield, one of the greatest players, not yes. just locks of all time. And he can say, look, I did A, B, I made mistakes, yeah. I should have done yeah. this, that and the other. And, and is there not a mentorship role think, for old that, players? I, I would have thought that's a, there's, a no-brainer. A, there's,
1: a, there's a massive gap for them. But also as men are we, we never want to share where we came short yeah we never want to share well listen you know what I actually didn't do that well so as as much as we are male there's a massive gap for us as, just in general whether you're an athlete or not athlete how can we find ourselves to be vulnerable to share where we were short yeah there's a massive gap we, within South Africa just generally
0: I've often thought, though, mentorship about rugby issues on the field yes, and rugby issues off. I mean, you, I look at Jesse Creel, for example. Yes. Can you imagine if you had an agreement with Danny Kherber where he could phone Danny and say, look, I'm battling ABC. Yes. What do you think? Whatever. Yes. And you could also perhaps mentor on, off the field, talk yes. about it, yes. have that relationship would be something that could be very beneficial for South Africa.
1: Very beneficial. But also, Dani, we're also dealing with a different generation these days. Sure. I mean, generation where... They almost know everything.
0: Yeah, it's a. Difference. Yeah, but every 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 guy when he reaches an age yeah. looks at the youngsters yes. and says, "Oh, they think they know everything." Yes. That's what our parents said about yes. us. Be honest, yes. eh? For sure. But yeah. I mean, this
1: generation. I mean, I was speak. I was speaking to some coaches as a coach other day and says, "Do you know how difficult it is these days to motivate players to play for you?" Because. They feel like they've got so many options. If he's not happy at the Bulls, I'll call. I'll make a phone call. I'll move to this union. But that's
0: someone who's going to the office then, isn't yes. it? He's not playing with passion. He's going to the office. I think and if your coach cannot it's motivate people, then he sh- he's not doing his job. John, to- it's, it's a different generation. Yeah.
1: It's a different generation. Different generation of players. There's no. There's no sense of loyalty to anyone.
0: It's almost... Yeah. There's no sense of loyalty. But you see, the problem, I've put this to players and players says, yeah, but there's no loyalty to us. I break my leg, there's no loyalty <laughs> to me. A new guy comes in who's For better sure. than... You know, so yes. it's, it goes both ways, doesn't that, it? That's maybe maybe that's the secret. Yes. To, to to engender that that loyalty both ways. Yes. And that's where you get a... I mean, I look at the Lions, who are absolutely the worst franchise in the world. Yes. And a couple of years later, they're, prob- they're a model that other teams look at. You look at Saracens in, yes. in England, the yes. same. So there is a... And,
1: and, I mean, we were at the Bulls, we were able to do that as well. Imagine a generation where you had three international locks, four international locks, and all those locks were happy to stay. Yes. Danny Rousseau, Parkies, Francois von Skorenberg, Victor. All those locks were, were and were happy to be part of that system because there was a sense of loyalty.
0: Yeah, I remember. The, I remember when you won the Super Rugby and beat the Chiefs yes. in two thousand and nine at yes. Loft in front of a packed Loftus. I think that is the greatest performance a South African team has put on since I've been here yeah, thirty seven sure. years. And yet, I suppose now it's almost forgotten, isn't it? Almost forgotten. Yeah. But it's,
1: it's a work in progress.
0: Vandise Marko, thank you very much indeed for talking to us. Stay in touch with us. We wish you well. If you want any construction done, any insurance people out there, Mchiza Construction, give us the uh, website info again. Info at and good luck with the rest of your career. Thanks for talking to us. No, thank you very much, John. Thanks for having me. It's
1: certainly an honor and privilege to be, to be able to come and share my story with you.
0: Thank you. What an interesting chat and a man we'll hear more about in the future. Thanks as usual to Slow in the City for hosting us. Follow us on social media or subscribe via your favorite podcast app for updates. See you next time on the Sport Exchange Podcast. Cheers from John Robbie.